What it do, DMV? It is episode 24 of Chirpin' DMV. Boys, the Caps are officially a wagon. Uh, since we last recorded, we are 2-0. Caps are back. Uh, let's let's go around the room here. Let's start with KP. KP, what's happening? Not much. Just uh, enjoying this uh, this weekend, watching two Caps wins. It was good games. We are um, we're giving the people a gift here. Three days in a row, they get episodes. Friday, we dropped episode 23. Today, true. we dropped our Hurricane Sled Hockey Special Edition episode. Tuesday, or I should say today, yesterday, we dropped our Hurricanes episode AB. Whoops. Let's introduce you while we're on the subject of the Hurricanes. What's happening? What's going on, boys? I uh, had a nice little weekend up at uh, Towson Alumni Tailgate, so I had oh. ourselves time up there, and yeah, it's good. Time. Nice. Kyle, how was your weekend? What all did you do? It was good. I went hunting this weekend, so... Uh, did you catch anything? Nope, didn't catch anything. Shoot anything? Nope, didn't shoot uh, anything. Ryan, Just... got, uh, Ryan got himself a little something. There you go. Uh, but, you got yeah, there. with that being said, it, it was a good weekend. I uh, kind of took it a little easy, didn't do too much, because I was still a little bit recovering both internally and the bank account from the Vegas sabbatical. Yep. Whoa. Um, do we want to get into it? Just right into the scoreboard roundup? Uh, I'm down if you guys are. Let's let, let it rip, then. Let All it right. rip. And we're off. We have the Caps vs. Rangers as the Panera Bread Man comes to town with a new sweater with the blue shirts. The whole beast seems to have found his game for the time being, and Timothy Jimothy Oshie pots two as he starts the season off hot. Johnny Rock Carlson continues his apple picking as he adds three more to his collection and putting his name in with some Hall of Fame company. Caps win 5-2. How we doing, Caps fans? The Caps are riding a heater like the Nats. Carlson trying to match Howie Kendrick's MVP performance, while Holpe is showing the kid who's still boss. Caps win, 5-3. College hockey up in Baltimore. The Stevenson squad would saddle up their stings for a battle with a pack of wolves and some Nittany Lions. They would trample the Wolf Pack 5-2 and then face a three-goal hole versus the Nittany Lions, but the three-goal Penn State lead would go down quicker than Sandusky at a Chuck E. Cheese's. Horses come back to win in a shootout 6-5 and sweep the weekend to improve to 6-1. The Black Bears put up more points at the Redskins this weekend after splitting their series with the Jamestown Rebels. William Shakespeare Skoog and the Bears win 6-2. Patty Patriot came into the weekend with one thing on his mind, to beat the national champions, and Patty Patriot did just that. Patriots win 4-1. Give me your tired, give me your poor. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Screamed the D1 Ladies of Liberty as the Flames would have a four-win weekend opening that golden door for 19 goals en route to sweeps over Rhode Island and UMass Amherst. Carl Malone, Hathaway, and the Hokies continue their impressive start to the season as they sink Navy 7-3 and improve to 7-2-0-2 on the season. The Admirals steer the ships right into the Bears' home and steal another one. Norfolk wins 3-2. Bird law is in order as Catholic dared Franklin and Marshall to go toe-to-toe to see who would come out the victor, but the cards would not only play executioner, but proved to be the best goddamn bird lawyers on the ice. Catholic wins their only game of the weekend, and they are back in the top ten. Oh, let it fly, baby. Uh, Kyle, AB, a third scoreboard weekend in a row. It's getting a lot better. We're getting better. Um, lovely. Better. Uh, so a couple good lines in there. I'm not to boast, but you know my my little shot at Penn State in there was pretty good. Did like yeah, that. Um, so last week, 
Right after this, we went into local hockey. This week, we're going to get right into some caps first, baby. So let's get into it. All right, guys, we'll do caps first. Uh, but before we get into that, we will mention that we do have an interview today with Coach Ergo from the Stevenson ACHA D2 team. They're 6-1. and one. They're number three in the Chirpin Power Rankings, and they just had a massive 2-0 weekend. So we'll talk to him, see how the boys are feeling up there in Reisterstown. Great bounce-back season for them, too. Yeah, yeah, you'll hear all about that in the interview. Literally flipped their record. Yep. Um, so, Caps. As we mentioned, we're back. A wagon. Let me give you some news and notes here first, boys. You guys were freaking out. Break it down. Uh, Oshi. We'll start with him. Hot start, leading the team in goals at seven. He's got points in four straight and goals in three of the last four. Carlson, second star of the week. Uh, one goal, seven assists, eight points in just four games played. Um, Two three-point games. Yeah. I would be wrong to not mention that he's becoming a bit of a historic player. Um, so third defenseman in NHL history with 18 points in his first 10 games of the season. Oh, by the way, he leads the league in points right now. That includes you, McDavid. So how, how are we feeling about Carlson so far? Suck that one, Nance. I uh, mean, dude, Norris Trophy coming up, dude. Oh, yeah, MVP, everything all over. <laughs> our, just... our preview show, our unbiased preview show, oh, yeah. I chose Carlson that's to perfectly, win the Norris. That's perfectly correct. Everything. Our perfectly yeah. correct and unbiased preview show. Um, so as we mentioned, Carlson off to a hot start. What about Oshie? Any thoughts on TJ? Yeah, he's starting hot, too. Uh, any game where Oshie, Wilson, and Ovi all get on the board. It's, oh, it's yeah. the best game ever. It's definitely a fun Check game. Check our stats department. Do, 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 do. Caps are 46-0-0 when that happens. Oh, shit. Wow. That is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. Maybe. Not bad. But yeah, Oshie's, Totally accurate. Oshie's been, he's been starting off hot. I mean, he's he's found his shot. He, he, I feel like last year he didn't have his shot, like like sitting in that high slot in the power play. This year he's burying him right now. Yeah, he's looking good, and he's kind of driving the net as he's sitting in that high slot. Yeah. He's not just staying still. He's kind of moving so whenever you, you watch him in there. You, you speak of Oshie starting off hot. Third straight season in which Oshbape has scored five goals in his first nine games. Oh damn! So it's, it's a typical occurrence. All right. I I I don't want to bring this up, but he starts hot every season until there's a bad injury. I'm gonna knock on wood. Yeah, that's why I say no. Put that but out it's into just, the universe. But it's just it's. Uh, you put that out. In I the wasn't universe. even going to think about an injury. <laughs> I was thinking maybe a cold streak. He does have. No, that I wasn't even thinking about a cold while. streak. It's just as soon as he gets heating up, it's just something happens. I mean, luckily, never been anything too severe. Um, I get Whoa. concussions are severe if you get enough of them. <laughs> He's got <laughs> but, like eight of them. So yeah. So couple more notes. The Caps. You did mention the Black Bears outscoring the Redskins on Sunday. I was going to say the Caps also outscored the Redskins on Sunday. But anybody that literally did anything outscored on Sunday. Outscored the Redskins on Sunday. It was miserable. Um, so we, uh, big nuisance of ours was the power play to start the season, it's but been, when up. scoring a power play goal, Caps are six and one. So you love to see that. Ovi seven game point streak in terms of Caps legends, guys. A little news around the league, but Caps legend Jay Beagle first goal of the season for Vancouver. Shorthanded. Shorthanded game winner. God, he's he's so sick. Stanley yeah, Cup champion. Great goal. You, see, you check it out? You yeah, see he's driving hard to the net. Got a little stick lift from uh, Zabanajat, and he just stuck with it. Yeah, I think scored a goal, nice goal. It's kind of like a partial breakaway, which he always yeah. got those with us, too. He's he got just, that speed, man. He just never scored, though, with us, I feel like. Not well, a, it was he, kind of a fluke shot if you, if you saw it. Really? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, it, hey, he, he drives harder to the net and puts it on net. That's like, what you got to do. The amount of odd man breaks he would get while he was with the Caps shorthanded were unreal. He, he, Most of them coming from block shots, yeah. too. And he would 
turn it into a two-on-one or a break or like a semi-breakaway coming from the side, like almost every time, and finally he buries one. Yeah. Just like Haglin this this uh this past game or was it two games ago? I forget what one the shorthanded one to Nick Dowd. Oh yeah, that, that was, was last, last game. game. Was um, so speaking yeah. of putting your head down in Capitals legend, we'll be in Vancouver. Uh, this week, taking on Jay Beagle and the squad. Um, Caps are first in the Metro right now, 14 points. We're two ahead of Pittsburgh and Carolina. The Canes have lost two straight. A.B., I texted you earlier, did we put a chirping curse on the Canes? Because we recorded that Hurricane Special Edition episode. They were undefeated or 6-1 and one at the time? Uh, the chirping bump did not happen. They don't. We don't want to give them a bump. That's a good point. That's the problem. So we're sorry to our, <laughs> our Carolina listeners. We're sorry. <laughs> we don't want to give you a bump by any means. So with all that being said, let's um let's recap these two games since the last time we were on. Uh, let's start with Caps Rangers. Caps home game, Caps five two win. Uh, Oshie's three hundredth game as a Capital in that span, he has one hundred eight goals. Anybody care to guess how many assists he has? One hundred eight. Seventy-seven. One hundred eight. Nice. Uh, so he's at a one hundred eight and one hundred eight through three hundred games as a Capital. When we, oh, do you remember when we made that trade? Honestly, not really. I just remember being happy. Yeah, I do remember being Real happy. happy. I was yeah. like, damn, we just got TJ Oshie? Cause yeah. First was it, wasn't it was he, right after uh, wasn't the shootout f- debacle in, in Russia yeah. for Team USA. And wasn't he big big name getting s- 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 uh, thrown around the Flyers yes, organization? They, yeah, they, they were talking about TJ. No, I think that was Bobby or, Ryan at the time for Cherry Hill uh, Native. Oh, Cherry Hill Native, Native, that's right. Yeah. But, yeah, so remember that happening. Brower, uh, he obviously left in that. So that win makes the Caps 10-0-1 in their last 11 against the Rangers. Uh, Kempney, first game back from injury, first game in seven months for him. Dude, he he's like solidifies our entire lineup. And it's it's unreal to say because it's not like he's like putting up numbers every game, but he literally fills in like the one spot that we need. Yeah, he's, he's got clutch. that big role, and he, he fills it. I mean, even getting a goal in this game, that's pretty huge from him. Yep, first game back, loved it. Driving hard to the net, picking up some trash. Yep. Yeah, he definitely – it was a big – uh, empty spot in that lineup, not having them there. It hurt a lot. The big thing this year so far has been defense, defense, defense. Yep. Um, so, Kyle, like you mentioned, Kempney gets on the board. Uh, but before he does that, the Nats were in the stadium. The Nats are in the arena. Um, they're going nuts. Adam Eaton came into the locker room, did the thing, read the lineup, which I'm loving now that the D.C. squads, we had Del Don uh, do it the last game, and then we had Adam Eaton do it this game. Max Serger dropped the puck, pulled the baseball out of his back pocket, dropped that. Obi gave it a nice little one-two on the hippity hop right there, and then I love that all the teams are just like joining together and like actually like yeah, everybody the rooting city. for each other. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Other than the Redskins, even uh, Bradley Beal that he kind of mentioned that. That's why he signed here. Yep. So yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, we're not talking basketball, but so, that guy. Why would he want to stay yeah. with the Wizards? <laughs> I mean, Jesus they, Christ, good. dude! Holy they're, jumping! They're definitely not. Good. Um. So, as we mentioned, Scherzer, the whole Nats in the baseball, the whole arena was doing the baby shark, and the place was buzzing. So let's break these goals down. So first goal for the Caps would be an Oshie power play goal, unassisted. Um, took about a million whacks at it there against yeah, Longfist. Put on thirty-two shots on goal in like two seconds. Yeah, it was great. I mean, just kept driving at it and finally got it in. I know. I mean, and that, that really exposed the Rangers right there and some of their issues that they're having. That was an early one, too. Yeah, defensively, yeah. They had, yeah, they have no one in there clearing Oshie out. So right. So like, all right, I'm just going to keep burying her. Yeah. Keep yeah, he got whack whistle. after whack after whack, and the pink was just sitting there, left pat down, and the puck's just bouncing and bouncing. Yeah, and as a veteran and legend, from, like in King Hank, how is he not reaming out his entire team right there? Like, dude, get this guy the fuck out of my way, please. It's CJ Oshie. So, Butch in the rags, tie it at one on the power play. Um, Zabinijad flying down the boards 
on the right side, pretty much hits the goal line, and all four caps just come flying down to the goal line with him. And then he just uh, hits Buchnevich. Buchnevich? Yeah, yeah, he was alone just in the slot. Just hits him in the yeah. slot wide open, and he just rips one past Holpe. And I'm starting to think, God damn it, Braden. Well, Braden on that play, he kind of uh, – Pavel had that good. He kind of held it for a second, then threw it in, kind of overplays it there. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, he's receiving that pass and clean ice – with not a single person oh, in front of him, but the time. goalie at the hash marks. Them. Yeah, that's literally the hash marks. One of my notes is we still, as a like as a team defense, like we're still like getting caught standing around in our own defensive end. I feel like standing around are a couple. The like the puck, biggest puck problem watching, I've guess, seen. Puck yeah, watching puck watching. They're not. Better. We don't have eyes on the back of our heads. We're not watching that yeah. backside. I mean, I think it was the Dallas game where it was Jensen that Jensen and Orlov went to the corner and the guy they just hit the guy. Um, right in the slot for the same type of goal, just not watching behind us, not being aware of our surroundings on the yep. D zone. But, I mean, other than that, D's gotten better. As Kyle mentioned, Kemper scores 2-1, drives the net, uh, gets a rebound, puts that home. Yeah, uh, place went pretty nuts. I thought Osh was going to give him a concussion by jumping on him. <laughs> um, with that assist, Ovi, Ovi and Carlson assist on that. With that assist, Ovi passed Jean Bellevue for his 42nd most points in NHL history at 1,220. Not a big deal. Good on you. Climbing, climbing, climbing. So, Again, something that Kyle mentioned. Nick Dowd scores his first of the season to make it 3-1 good guys. Uh, yeah, that was a good play by Orloff. That uh, was a four, rings the bar. That was a four-minute power play for the Rangers too, right? Am I talking about the wrong game? You're talking about, yeah, Chicago. <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Dowd gets his first. He's been he's been great. Uh, him, Leipzig, and kind of whoever they've moved into that fourth line slot with them. Um, Stevenson. Fourth line has been buzzing. Yes, That's for sure. Right. They've been looking good. Definitely this weekend, too. Yep. They definitely looked good. Yep. So with all that being said, the bread man, Panarin, uh, cuts the lead, too. Um, towards the end of the second, kind of a bad clearing attempt from Gudas. Um, Sick He burns Leipzig for a beautiful – yeah, that give and go with Kreider. He just hits Kreider in the corner, who's literally standing against the wall, it seems, and just – Finds the bread man right in the slide. He tucks yeah. it home, and I was like, God, yeah, you put it on his tape, and that that close to the goal, he's putting it in. Yeah, yeah so we're up 3-2. Have no fear, baby. Osh Babe, second power play ga- goal of the game. Uh, that's his first multi-goal game. Uh, three assists night from John Carlson, and Backstrom got an assist on the goal, too, tying him with Daniel Sedin for fifth most apples by a Swedish-born player. So I feel like from here on out, with these guys that have been here for a while, every night's going to be a record night. I mean, I we're just like... gonna break some random bullshit records. Like Backstrom was just like, "Yo, by the way," in the broadcast, like, "By the way, Backstrom's now tied with Sedin for fifth most assists by a Swede." It's like, yeah, but he never makes an All Star game. I feel like it's been happening for the past like year now. Like last year, I feel like OV broke like yeah, six or seven records. different records. Yeah, it's just like random shit too. Yeah, I've been trying to find this stat somewhere too. I cannot find it, but I heard it from a potentially credible source. I say potentially because I can't remember who. But he was like top five in the NHL history in empty net goals. Who Ovi? Oh, Ovi, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He loves empty netters. <laughs> Did you so, see how hard he was going the other night? Uh, I think it was against Chicago. The Chicago game. So Backstrom has the puck and can easily just shoot it. He's on our blue line, and he just like Ovi's He's covered by Ovi. two guys <laughs> at middle center ice. So he just threw into his fucking knee pads and. They know what Plan B is. Yeah, they know what to do. Um, the legend, the legend, I should say, Garrett Hathaway, uh, injures his nose on that zone entry where Truba stood him up. Did you guys see that hit? Truba stood him up pretty yeah, good yeah, and just kind of dropped him. Uh, and then he fights Brendan Smith, breaks his nose um, after Haley charged Orlov. I don't know if you saw that too. We've had uh, we're, we're going to talk about a couple of these hits, but um, 
Like I said, he charged Orloff, came in kind of high, kind of late. Uh, Garrett took exception and started chucking nucks, baby. Left the game. Gotta love it. Yeah. Comes back. These new guys that we got. Scores fighting, a goal. Now fighting. Hockey guy. Yeah, I exactly mean, exactly what we wanted. Somebody other than Tom Wilson. Yep. He got the Nats helmet uh, after the game, the batting helmet. But I mean, yeah, breaks Definitely. his nose, comes back, scores the empty netter. Deserving to empty it. netter too. He deserved it after that game. Um, you mentioned guys fighting beside Tom Wilson. We'll get to that because this is great. I love when shit happens and we can be like literally anybody but Tom. Can yeah. you go beat the hell out of that guy? Yep. Because we don't want our top right winger in the box for five minutes. Yeah, and then like we had the rookie doing it earlier, Tyler Lewington. He, I think he was just doing it for a spot on the roster, but like he fought someone in the, against the Abs. Uh, and then yeah, you got Hathaway, you got Gudis. I mean, Gudis is if you touch anyone on the Caps, Gudis is gonna fight you. It's hilarious. He'll just jump you. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. I'm he loving loves it. All the boys. <laughs> He'll stick up for anybody. Um. So Sunday night. Caps of Chicago, Windy City. That's starting off a big road trip for us. But the Caps will get the win, 5-3. Carlson recorded an assist in his seventh straight game. Trailing only who? Who had eight back in 9 for the longest streak by Caps Demon? Mike Green. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Dude, Capitals legend. As I mentioned, his bobblehead. Give him a little flick right there. He's still got the mohawk in his bobblehead. Yeah, he does. Um, so he had eight straight back in 2009. Was that the season where he – what was the what was the thing he said where it was like 15 straight games with – I don't – Had a, an insane amount of goals or something. He probably Over had like – time goals. I was going to say, he probably had like 30 goals that season. By yeah, himself. I want to say it was something insane like 10 straight games with a goal. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't... Because I remember we got to, like, game eight or nine, yeah, and like, every power play, we just put him in the OB spot and just started feeding him. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're going to try to keep scoring here. Okay, um, that Easton S... What do you have? That SE16 Synergy or, or whatever the fuck it was, yeah. yeah. So, two games in a row, Oshie, power play goal. Uh, get this started. Kuzi assisted a beautiful play. Kuzi and Backstrom are kind of right on top of each other. And then Oshie, like we talked about in the Ragers game, but Oshie finds himself wide open, nothing yep. but white ice around him, and he just hammers it home. Yep. Well, nothing. Oshie's. That shot is lethal right He's now. I think we can start calling that Oshie's office right there in that high slot. He's he loves that shot. I mean, maybe it's because his wife's pregnant with a boy. He might be just balling out for yeah, it. True, so, true. whatever you got to do. Uh, Kuzi assists, as I mentioned. Kuzi has a point in six of his seven games since the suspension. Yeah, not a bad start yeah. for Kuzi. Welcome I mean, back. Dude, our, our stars are rolling right now. Right. That's what we need. Yep. Um, Hawks would come down and make it one to one. And then Nick Dowd, shorthanded goal from Haglin. Uh, that's the one you're thinking about, that four-minute penalty, the double minor that Kyle yep. was tweeting about. Yep. Um, Kyle, what happened on that goal there? Hags, Dow, Hags two on made one. a good play, uh, took it wide. They had a little two-on-one, nice sauce over, and uh, puts it in. Dow's first career shorthanded goal, um, just a game after he got his first goal of the season. So, Kyle, do you, are you still debating getting that Haglin jersey? Because Oh, you got to get it now. The guy's on a heater right now. Let me now. tell you, three straight games with an assist and his second multi-assist game as a cap. So yeah, gotta love it. I mean, he's he's heating up, playing on that second line. I mean, he's he's got speed. He's I love him on the PK as well. He looks good. Speaking of those lines, we should get into those in a little bit. Uh, yeah, we weird, should. <laughs> weird combinations, but they're working right now. We'll, so. Yeah, we'll take a look at those. Um, and then we get an OV absolute cannon from Carlson and Kempney. It made it a three-one game, and that would start a five-goal third period. Uh, that's OV six of the year, five of his six on the road. Yeah, and another just. Excellent feed from Carlson. I don't know how the puck didn't go through the net. Like, oh dude, yeah, barely like saw it go in. Fucking fired that, and it didn't even look like he was trying that hard. 
No, uh, like, not yeah, at he was, all. He was standing like straight <laughs> up. He literally just throttles it. I was texting my Chicago buddies like, "Holy shit, Ovechkin just absolutely demolished that puck." I was like, "Yeah, what?" Yeah. I mean, that's part of the course, but um, Kubelik and the Hawks. Two minutes later, make it three to two, and then Patty Kane, baby. Four minutes after that, snipes one by Holpe, ties the game at three, and knew he was this is up. where I get nervous when yep. we're blowing a third period lead. Holpe's letting in two goals in like three minutes. And terrible turnover by Eller there. Yep. It was Back, a terrible backhand turnover. Backhand thrown right into the middle pretty much. It was, yeah, and Kane coming down the right side with all that time. He's, he's lethal. Yeah. No. But I see Kane score. They we, We've blown a lead. Hope he just let up two goals in a very short amount of time, and I'm like, oh, shit. But we have a goalie controversy. We have a goalie controversy. Nope. <laughs> but 30 tuck it Tom, baby. Third of the season, only needs 27 more. Um, he needs to get going. He does. He does need. He to does get need going. to get going. Uh, he gives us a four-three lead. He scored more goals against the Blackhawks than he has any other franchise, and that's six goals. Whoa! Suck it, Hawks. <laughs> Tom Wilson owns your ass. <laughs> he, he's tied with like another franchise on that too. I think they were saying. Is he? Yeah. So, uh, Tom Wilson owns of all teams that you would think Tom Wilson owns. Yeah, a Western Conference. And it's team. Chicago. <laughs> like what? <laughs> um, so Lars Eller full eyes long flip into the empty net makes it five-three. Eller's second multi-point game. Of the season, I mean, he sent that. That's a long flip. He'll marry just from pretty much our own net. Yeah, he yeah. bounced back that first Great turn. Great sauce. Yeah, for sure. Huge for sure. Getting two points um, after that. That was awesome. And then the man of the hour, our boy, <laughs> capital legend, greatest goalie in franchise history, some are asking, Brayden Holpe. Yeah. 41 saves, uh, most he's made in regular season games since November 7th of last year versus the Pins, where he also stopped 41. So some people are saying, not me, but some people are saying, that I'm a hockey whisperer, because okay. anytime go on, anytime I tell another player that they have to do better, they start to do better. Anytime I, I rip them a new hassle, yep, they start working to do better. So he ripped Bur- Burkowski and look at him. He might get the Eastern Conference Finals, dude. He's yeah, he's lighting it up. Um, Holpe, but Holpe, we, we just like him. I said, yeah, he looked good that game. What do you have? Forty-one saves. Forty-one. I mean that—that's exactly what you want out of veteran. Could you goal imagine time. anyone ever saying anything bad about Brayden Holpe? No, I could not. <laughs> Never. Like the, the things this guy does. I just motivate him. Stanley Cup champion. I mean, I know he's listening. Some yeah, of we these, didn't help out. Some game of these Caps we fans, took way man. too many penalties. Yeah, five penalties. Luckily, they were zero for five on the peeper, but. Yep. Not not doing any favors which for Braden is, there. That's Chicago's been struggling with that for the past couple of years now. They can they don't have any special teams, which I mean can make or break a team. For sure. Um Kyle Radko Gudas, as you brought up, would get in a fight, stick up for a teammate for the second game in a row. Um also the Chicago game was it when he fought he jumped Connor Murphy, uh tried to cheap shot Ovi with some dumb shit at the end of the second period when he yeah, came in like kinda high stupid. on him. And he decked like three guys and like yeah, he like was six seconds. Yeah, the whole team was laying <laughs> hits. Then, I, I got it down here. We had thirty-eight hits, thirty-one blocked shots. I mean, good defensive game. And In what the I uh, Chicago game? Yeah. God damn, that's when we're playing our best, man. We're big, fucking physical, banging exactly. bodies, running saying. that puck around the boards. Yeah. GMBM, we're, was we're just reaming that, that puck around during the offseason. GMBM, I was telling you, he's he wanted a big physical team like the Blues were. That's what we're doing. Yeah. That's our game. We're doing it. Yep. I mean, we were physical as shit when we went and won the cup. Yep. I mean, yeah. just get he, back he, to it. Yeah, he wanted to get back to um, it. So, Ratko Gudas in the Rangers game, Kempney's first game back, Lemieux high and hard, pretty much an elbow to the head. Yep. I mean, riled the hell out of me, but and then he, he jumps him. Gudas is like, nope, you're he, not going to weigh with like, that. Like, I don't think Gudas has gotten in a fight in two games because he just, like, will jump a guy, go down, just, like, just take him down. Ah, what is it? Takedowns. Yeah. yeah, and he, well, he, he gave the one guy two shots to the. 
to chin there. Yeah. I think it was the last game. Just right at the end, like, okay, don't, fu- don't fuck with Ovi, dude. Yeah. Uh, I also what, got what it down doing? here that uh, Gudis is quickly becoming a fan favorite. I think. Oh yeah. Guys Explain. are really starting Explain. to like him. I just think if you come in, you fight like that, and you stick up for people, you're easily respected in yeah. the team, and uh, the fans are starting to love him. Seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter, people starting don't. If anybody, don't be surprised. You see some jerseys around Capital. Oh, jerseys. okay. Over under. 20 jerseys. How many jerseys will you see over on their 20? Ryko Gudas at Caps games the rest of the season or just in D.C. in general? Oh, I'm picking that over. There's like 19,000 people. There's got to be 20 You're going to be thinking 20 uh, people would, are getting Gudas jerseys. Go under. Probably like 18 people. Nah, there's that. I'm going to include like social media pictures that somebody sends in. If they're, if I see over 20 different Gudas jerseys, I'm about to D.C. Buy, Caps jerseys. What about 20 Chinese Gudas jerseys for like 40 bucks? And then we'll sell them on TurfandDMV.com for like 65. We'll get them to sign them and then sell them for like 80, actually. There we go. It's not mm-hmm. a bad deal. Pay for Buy this. a new studio. Yay. Um, so it's nice, as we mentioned, having guys stick up for our players, except for t- anybody but Tom Wilson. We have Hathaway. Yeah. We have fucking Gudis. Yeah. I mean, so now, something happens. It's like, God damn it. I guess Tom's got to go fight somebody, even though it's a one-goal game. And, and you're he's missing him for five having minutes. a great shift uh, with Kuzi and Ovi this whole period. So now... He can really focus on getting 30 goals. Yeah, protect yes. those hands, baby. Yeah, protect the hands. So we get... have possibly four 30-goal scorers on our team this year? Ovi, Oshi, Tom, Backstrom, you think? No. No, Kuzi. No. Who? Vrana, baby. Oh, Vrana, well, that's right. definitely a 30 That's right, we score. did say, yeah, Vrana for 30. And then you threw Backstrom and Kuzi in there. Maybe we have five. Who knows? Maybe we have Kuzi's got to have a bounce back year, man. Maybe if we have five thirty goal scores, fuck me up, dude. Yeah, that, that's that's a lot to ask for. But and Carlson ends the season with one hundred and thirty six assists. Oh wow, that'd be great, dude. What? If he wins the MVP this year, woo. I could see him being a dark horse to get Con Smythe. Yeah. Would you go him if or he's Kuzi? Not in the running. If they if. Kuzi, if Carlson has the most points on our team if in the Kuzi, playoffs, yes, he's going to win. If Kuzi fight. and Carlson, Stanley Cup final, or let's just say Stanley Cup playoffs, we win the final, Carlson in however many games has let's say, let's say 24 tw- points. I was just, yeah, I was going to say 27 18 points assists. In, in 23 games. Yeah, if he has like 27 points in 23 games and Kuzi has like 30. Let's say 24 of those are assists. Let's say he gets 24 assists and three goals. And say Kuzi has... 29 points. He's got, you know, 10 goals, 19 assists, and he's just been lighting the lamp. But Carlson's been playing a shutdown, fucking great defensive playoffs. I and mean, he's been our horse. He's feeding Ovi one timers on that power play. And after the season, there's definitely going to be recency bias. Like, after this season, he's going to put up. Like, they'll definitely, even though it's not supposed to be like, it's not supposed to carry over. It's definitely it definitely carries over in the minds of those yeah. ex- that, who like. Baseball. It'll definitely be Carlson because they're not gonna let a coke guy get it. You know what I mean? That's a good point. I oh that my too. god! They don't want little hey. kids following up with. The oh coke damn it! Yeah, so true. yeah, I guess you got to give it to Carlson, unless Rana has like 15 goals in 10 we're games. Giving, we're already giving ourselves the consmite and the Stanley Cup right now. We're in October. No, we've been <laughs> we've been past the cup. We're on to the consmite after now. a great four point weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. So let's. Talk about our road to the cup. We got three games in Western Canada this week. So tonight, Tuesday at the Flames, five, four, and one. Johnny Hockey and Tuchuk, eight points each. Johnny's got um, five apples, three tucks. Tuchuk's two goals, six apples. A B. Any thoughts on the Calgary Flames as we head that way? Yeah. So I can see this being a very high-scoring game. Uh, there's a lot of lot of studs on both sides, uh, forward-wise. And yeah, I mean, 
Calgary, they're just they're just firing on on all cylinders right now. I mean, I know it's only five four and one, but they're picked their shit up a little bit. Uh, they had a slow a slower start to the season, so uh, yeah, I can see this being a five four six five game, honestly. Kyle, Flames, Johnny Hockey. Yeah, fun team to watch. Those two guys you mentioned, uh, Johnny Hockey and Matty T. So that'll be fun. I hope you, uh, somebody gets in a fight with Kachuk. He's dude, always rub, rubbing some edges, you did, know, trying to get see, something going. Did you if see the, Chuck- the Drew Doughty-Kachuk fight? Oh, yeah. Unreal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was so awesome. G- yeah. Giordano just comes flying he does, in, He Superman. does not give a fuck. That kid. I love him. He'll just take down any superstar. Yeah. He might go after Ovi. Who I, knows? He probably no, will. I he want probably a, will. I want a two-goal apiece two fights each so they each score two goals they they each fight each other twice once in the first once in the third tom wilson and the chuck but you know trading goals trading blows gudis is not gonna let that happen gudis is actually i know we're talking about him. not having tom wilson fight but he's, he's <laughs> chucking ducks with the chuck and they're both scoring two goals each and they fight twice chuck's gonna want to fight if they tom, fight once Tom's like the big if big they fight right if they the fight once a fucking period and just go a three-round bout Oh, say, say Willie beats the wheels off him in the first period. The Chuck <laughs> pulls the jersey over and slides him down and gets a technical victory in the second. And they go third round in the third. Third round knockout. Bah! They both two get goals Gordie each. Hat-tricks. Holy shit! Ooh, hat tricks and three fights. Gordy hat tricks. So next up Thursday at the seven one and one Edmonton Oilers. Oh, man, what Are, a turnaround, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what a start. I, t- I told you they're going to be real that they got their new coach. He he just turns around teams like every every single time he steps into a new a new office. He turns around that team that year. He's got the talent there. So yeah, clearly with McDavid at seventeen points and Drysaddle at sixteen, good for second and third behind so the league Dreisaitl, in the league behind Carlson. Drysaddle is having the the Malkin effect where he's getting overlooked. No one knows like how good he actually is. Until, he's unreal. This is like yeah. his third year in a row, though. He's just racking him up. I know. And McDavid. Just, no one talks uh, talks about him as much because they and have You can't McDavid just say, right well, there. he's playing with McDavid, but, yeah, granted, I could put up some points with McDavid, but maybe like 12. Yeah. <laughs> but this guy's just like <laughs> scoring goals. I mean, he's Left got right, dude. He's got six goals, 10 assists, and McDavid's five goals, 12 assists. James Neal had seven goals last year. He already has nine. Yeah, like because he's had like seven in two games. Yeah, <laughs> he had like two straight hat tricks. One was like a four goal game. Yep. So that's interesting. Edmonton off that hot start, and then as we mentioned, Vancouver uh, Friday night. So the second end of a back to back, five and three, not a bad start. Um, oh, not our to, division not to, breakdowns. Not to pump my own tires here, but I definitely have a future on the Edmonton Oilers making the playoffs. Okay, putting that out there. Um, Pretty not good to future pump right now. My own tires, but in our divisional breakdowns, I said the Canucks could potentially push. Um, for that wild card spot in the West, if they if things fall their way and they have a good season and just kind of they figure it out, yeah. And what's helping out with them is that there are some teams that are not doing what they were expected to do right now. I mean, it's again we're early in the season. I'm sure teams will start to get rolling when mid November, December turns around, and they're just like, oh shit, we need to make up some points and fast. So uh, yeah, it's already it's already kind of I don't want to say a playoff race because we're still in fucking October, but like yeah. It's teams are teams are losing ground quickly, and te- the other teams that aren't. Well, you get to off to there. a hot start like this with Edmonton. Yeah. You have a shitty November. You're like still over 500. Yeah. And you're like, hey, yep. doing better than we thought we would, exactly. and we're two months in. So, um, like we said, Vancouver, I uh, picked them as a kind of a surprise team. JT Miller's leading the way with four goals, four assists. Uh, Elias Pettersson, two goals, six assists. Uh, Boaster's right behind him. He's got six points. It looks like everybody that they need to contribute is contributing on that team. Yep. So, Kyle, I'll ask you first, 
three games. The West. I know our entire road trip is, I believe, five games. But in this three-game Western Canadian uh, week here, what makes this a successful road trip for the Caps? I think the power play and the penalty kill. The power play keeps rolling and the penalty kill keeps killing. Hopefully we don't take stupid penalties, but if the PK needs to step in, I think they'll get the job done. Also, one note I had is I hope Carlson keeps rolling on his little streak he has. That's going to be big. If he can keep having that, I think the other boys will chip in a couple goals. If he can get to like a 15 game point streak, that would be so tight. And have like, what's he at? 18 right now? If he has 25 points in these next three games. Wow. Yeah, that'd be sick. I'll take that. Seven points in three games. And I thought Morgan Riley had a good start to the year last year. This is way better. (laughs) Holy fucking jumping. Seven Um, points in three games. AB, there's six points up for grabs uh, this week. Uh, what are we walking away with? What's what's a bad number? What's 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 it set where say if it where what's good, what's bad? Are you including Chicago in this too? No, started I'm the including these three right, right now. A bad number's two. Okay. I mean that's you're not happy simple. with two. Yeah. Are you happy with three? No, no. If you go one, one and one. No, I'm not happy. Don't with three like at that. All. Um, I, I think, think you at least need four here. I yeah, four keeps you hot. Um, even if it's I mean, would you rather have a two and one four points, or would you rather have a one and two four points? You drop two overtimes and or one overtime once you. I do out. not want to drop any more overtimes because I mean I feel like that would mean we probably had a lead in the third period that we blew, which we've been doing all True. season. That means we better not go to overtime with Edmonton because they are deadly. Yeah, Connor McDavid and Drysaddle with three on three, they're gonna torture. So us in thirty seconds. Speaking of Edmonton. Like I said, we're Tuesday and then back to back Thursday, Friday. Who's playing in goal? On so you got to think Holby Tuesday because he's heating up. He's been hot. We want to get him hot. We can't just drop him as soon as he has two good games in a row. Be like, sorry, but um. You're playing Holby against a better team, I think. Calgary. Yes. Wait. Well, they're gonna play him Calgary Tuesday night, but I'm talking no, about. No, I'm talking about Thursday. Thursday. Friday. Thursday at Edmonton. Friday at Vancouver. You're Vancouver. Playing, you're playing Holby, I think. Thursday at Edmonton. But listen to this too. So Friday, and then you end this road trip in Toronto. So you got to think about that too. Granted, there's a three-day gap, I believe, in there because it was Friday at Vancouver, Tuesday, maybe. In Toronto. Yeah, in Toronto. So you got a good gap there. But I mean, who's playing against Edmonton? Who's playing against Vancouver? And kind of why? I still think you play Holpe against Edmonton. He's rolling. Edmonton's a better team of the two. Uh, and then you, yeah, you have Samsonov just. Getting another two points against Vancouver. I mean, we should handle Vancouver. We should. We sh- um, I think we should handle the Flames. I think Edmonton we should be a tough test because you gotta. You can only hope to contain McDavid, as they say. True. And if we're if we're out there hitting and blocking shots like we were the the past game, I think we uh, take down McDavid. I mean, he doesn't like that rough physical game. Yeah, we what, could make it. Uh, get, who do they match up against? That? Oh, actually, you let <laughs> him get any open uh, any open ice in the neutral zone. He is blowing by your by your defenseman. It doesn't even matter. You think Kuzi could stick with them? No. No. Fuck no, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ask what line you think they match up against McDavid and them, but the lines lately have been Ovi Backstrom, Oshi, Haglin, Kuzi, Wilson, Vrana, Eller, Hathaway, Leipzig, Dowd, Stevenson. Let's look at that I mean top I, three. I don't see Those how three. you don't match Backstrom up with McDavid. The Backstrom Ovi Oshi line. You have Oshi banging a body around. Ovi out there with those two, Drysaddle and McDavid. Well, Backstrom defensively yeah, will be fine, and Oshi, Oshi can add yeah. that physical element. Yeah. Unless they could even uh, the lines are working, you don't want to switch them up, but you even just switch Wilson up to that line if you really want Backstrom out there with McDavid. I would agree with that too. And you put Wilson for that extra physical 
presence out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you also have to make sure Carlson and Kempney are out there every single time he's on the ice. Carlson, yes. Carlson might see 25, 26 minutes that night. Um, Kyle, last thing here. What, which game do you think is most important of those three to get a win in? What's what, what will be the most impressive win? I think Calgary. I mean, they they might not be doing the greatest right now, but they they're top ten team in the West every yeah. every year, pretty much. But, yeah, based off last year, Calgary was Calgary yeah. was what they win the West last year. So yeah, first in the West. Yeah, I would agree. So with Cal- that. I think they that's the strongest team out of these three is definitely Calgary. I would too. Um, but that Edmonton game interests me a lot. It is with with that Edmonton game interests me a lot. I mean, that's a seven and one team. They could be eight and one. Nine and one by Thursday. Who the fuck knows? But if we go in there and just like handle them in a nice like four one game or something, I think I think we'll have a five point weekend. Give me five points this weekend, this week. I should Love say. That. My apologies. Um. So they they all right. The Oilers play the Wild tomorrow. So that's okay. a win. Huh. Well, their two losses are to Chicago and Winnipeg. Yeah, that's uh, the Wild are pretty bad though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like two six. And one, oh so. Jesus. But. And then, yeah, they play us Thursday. Um, so, yeah, any other Caps news before we toss it over to uh, Coach Ergo and get a recap of this weekend? Uh, no, I think we're good. I mean, we've I think we've already kind of hit everything. Uh, we mentioned John Carlson's Norris Trophy race. I mean, mentioned the fourth line balling out. Yeah, Gudis winning the hearts of uh, Caps fans. I should say, actually, let's each pick our cap star of the week oh okay yeah let's pick our cap star of the week and then we'll kick it over to coach um i'll go first give me tj oshi i've been on him all night first goal in both games three power play goals in our last two games is a plus one five shots on that four hits five block shots give me tj oshi as my cap star of the week kp you go I got Carl Haglin here. Oh, oh my God. He's got four points on the boy. year. Uh, last two games, had one assist against the Rangers, two assists against the Blackhawks. I mean, he's heating up, sitting on that second line with uh, Kuzi and Wilson. He's getting a ton of minutes. I saw he played like 14, 15 minutes against the Rangers and then 16 against the Blackhawks. So Uncle Todd's really believing in him. Not bad. like that because he's on the second line now. Too, yeah, so. yep. rolling. All right, B, finish it off for us. All right. I mean, who have we been talking about? Johnny fucking Carlson, yeah, popular pick. Yep, four apples. Uh, he's got a couple of three-point games this week. Um, second star of the NHL of the or second star of the week in the NHL, and he's he's up for the Norris, baby. He's up for the yeah. Norse. He's looking great, is, offensively baby. and defi- yep. defensively. Yep. Cap stars of the week. So now let's toss it over to Stevenson head coach Mike Ergo. <laughs> All right, guys, we now welcome on the head coach of the ACHA D2 Stevenson Mustangs. 6-1 and one record to start the year, number three in the Chirpin Power Rankings, coming off a huge 2-0 weekend, head coach Mike Ergo. Coach, what's going on, man? Uh, not much. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. So year three for you, I believe. Uh, it's a 6-1 and one start, as we mentioned. Correct me if I'm wrong, but looking at the ACHA site last year through seven games, 1-6. and six. Um <laughs> So a yeah. complete total change. I mean, what's been the biggest difference that you've seen in the early go this season so far? Um, I, the biggest change is just having a full roster. I mean, uh, with seven or eight guys the, in year one and uh, 14 or 15 last year, having 25 total roster guys creates competition. It lets guys, you know, grip their stick a little bit more loose, and then they know going into the third, the legs will be there. Gotcha. So – 
as we mentioned, six and one. Are you guys right now kind of where you expected to be? I mean, with this hot of a start, or if we told you two months ago that when you started looking at the schedule and getting the team ready and prepared for the season, that if you were to start six and one, would you uh, believe it or, or what's going on? Yeah, on on paper, um, with the guys that committed to our team and and decided to come in that were new as freshmen, along with a few guys that decided to come down from the NCAA team and play that weren't getting much time up there uh, as seniors. Uh, we knew that we had the chance to do something special this year, um, but we went in with the mindset that no, there's nothing given, you know, um, and we want to make sure we work hard and we continue to grow as a team and see see what what we can't do. Now, is this the first year you've kind of seen that that trickle down from the NCAA team, or is this kind of is that kind of a yearly thing, or kind of how does that whole situation play out with uh, your squad and the NCAA team? I'd assume that it's going to be few and far between. It's a little bit of a special scenario because both teams are just getting off the ground. He's going into his fourth year. When he recruited originally and had the JV team, I think he had over 40 guys on campus. So there was a big big group of guys to start. Slowly kind of dwindled down and guys find where they belong. And, you know, everybody wants a different kind of college experience. And you get to your senior year, you've only had a few games, um, depending on what your situation is, and you want to be on the ice. You want to be playing. And right. uh, that's the nice thing about the ACHA uh, program at Stevenson is we, we want to play at a high enough level where – if a recruit finds that they're not getting the amount of playing time that they thought they did, that they don't have to necessarily leave the university. They have a competitive option in our program if need be, but I, I would expect that it'd be few and far between when that happens. And plus you mentioned the play time. I mean, you guys started a good, say month and a half earlier in terms of games and whatnot. So yeah. let's talk about this past weekend. First off an NC state team that came in, they just gave Liberty last week in their first loss. Uh, you dummy them 5-2. How did that game play out? What was the preparation like for that one, knowing uh, how good of a team the Wolfpack were coming in? We knew. We watched a lot of film uh, on them. We knew that they were they kind of play a little bit of an unconventional style where they just use their speed. It's not real uh, a lot of structure, uh, in my opinion, where it comes to their kind of game. They're just kind of all over you, and if you're not prepared for it, they can jump on you. And it looks like that's what happened with Liberty when we watched some of that game is they just kind of got the jump on them. Um, and, and we committed to not doing that. We wanted to protect the house. We wanted to make sure the pucks got out of the zone and get pucks deep and see where, where the chips fall. And we were able to skate with them. And I, and I think, uh, you know, get a couple goals and, and get the jump on their bus legs. And, you know, the rest is kind of history. So uh, I'd expect if we see him again, it'll be a closer game for sure. Right. And as we had mentioned beforehand, I mean, this was a big weekend for you guys. And so you get that first big win. The guys are feeling good. And then game two, uh, you kind of get hit. Uh, you're down five two, or you're down two to five to the defending conference, two-time defending conference champs, I should say, Penn State. Um, kind of take me through the mindset then when it's uh, five to two, you guys are down. I mean, the end uh, result, you come back. Them. But <laughs> we we spotted them a couple goals in the beginning off a couple fluke plays, and and uh, the score five to two wasn't indicative of how close it was. I mean, we felt it was a tie game going into the third uh that was the mentality of my guys they were you know when we're right we're right and we're a couple bounces away from tying this thing up and and that's what happened a couple bounces went our way in the third uh it was kind of a gong show from uh, a penalty perspective on both sides we were all getting called for stuff so uh we knew that the chances would be there and we just capitalized on them in the third so it was, it was a it was a 
an emotional game, but but an awesome experience. Right. So looking at that, there wasn't many adjustments. Uh, I guess we should say it was, hey, keep sticking to your game. We're obviously oh, yeah. where we want to be. It's just the puck's not going our way, but it will if we just keep skating. And obviously it turned out. You guys go to OT, you go to a shootout, and your goalie stops every single one. You get out of there with a huge win. So a 2-0 weekend. Um, up to this point, who has stood out kind of mo- the most on your team? I mean, in terms of stepping up, producing, scoring big goals, or just who have been the team leaders that have uh, played a huge part in this early success? Oh, gosh. It's always a hard question because really all 25 guys right. contribute something. Um, but Pierce and Net, uh, Pierce Deschenko and Net has been uh, a godsend. He's he's not only been doing stuff on the ice during games, but Marcelo and, and David both have wins as well, and he's been uh, – you know, a good partner to them. Um, from from an offensive perspective, I'll say that uh, that Brandon Scholes and Thomas Fashini, who've been on this team since its inception, uh, have been wonderful. Gary Matiak uh, also has been with the team the whole time. And um, on the defensive side, Joe Kittleberger uh, has been with the team the uh, the entire time and has been a rock. And uh, with the addition of Brian Hodges um, as a senior, all excuse me, all nine seniors have been great. Uh, they just, it's, it's not, it's not like managing people as much as it is a partnership between the coaches and the players. It's, it's, it's a great uh, culture that we have here. And with, I guess that high number of seniors, it's, they kind of take it on themselves. Like, Hey, last year, let's kind of bring this thing together and do something. So looking a little forward, you guys just one game this weekend, uh, Ricerstown, you're bringing George Mason in Saturday at five 30, already beat him once pretty convincingly. It's six one, but this is a Mason team now that's won four straight. I mean, a guy you probably know in Cam Smith who's seven goals in those four games. What are you looking for from your squad this weekend um, in terms of a rematch here? Yeah, so we do um, – uh, just just to, uh, not to, to correct you, but uh, we have the game Saturday, but then we're also up at Drexel on Sunday. Oh, you're Drexel too? Um, okay. Yeah, we're up at Drexel on Sunday evening. Um, but to answer your question, yeah, I, I mean, obviously Smith's a, a special player, and the speed is something we talked about before we went down to play, play them at Prince William. Um, and it's just about stopping the puck, right? It's about uh, when he has the puck, making sure we make him stop, make him make a move, make him give it up, uh, keep him to the outside, because he's going to – they look for him, and, and he's right. a special player. Uh, and if we're aware when he's on the ice, and we do those things when he's on the ice, and then we run our – offense and and get our pucks deep and run our forecheck uh good things will happen and i think that's it's just about being that team dynamic and, and keeping everybody on the same page everybody moving in one direction and, and we'll, we'll have success perfect so last thing here before we let you go we appreciate you jumping on and uh talking about the horses there but um so what i mean you guys know where you are as a team right now i mean it's still early you're still only seven games in but i mean what are expectations like um in that locker room right now in terms of the rest of the season? Are we taking it just kind of game by game? And where do you, where do you guys want to see yourselves at the end of the year? Where do you think you'll, you'll land? It, it, you know, it really, it's just game by game. It's nothing given everything earned. Um, the, we, the dreams there, uh, we, we definitely, I'd be lying to say, we don't talk about uh, booking a ticket to poten- Dallas. You're seeing the potential there now that can fulfill that dream. <laughs> We belong, right? And that's that's kind of the, the, the mentality is we know we belong now and we're not going to surprise anybody anymore. So now it's time to prove that we belong. Good teams continue to win and that's what we aim to keep doing. Perfect. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Coach, we appreciate your time and uh, best of luck this weekend and throughout the rest of the season uh, with the Stevenson squad. We'll be keeping an eye on you guys. Yeah, thanks for having me on and thanks for all you're doing for hockey in the area. Not a problem. Have a good one, Coach. 
Alright, thanks again to Coach for hopping on. Uh, Stevenson, very hot start for the, to the season. Uh, looking forward to see what they do for the rest of the year. But speaking of the horses, um, let's get into some college hockey power rankings. Came out today. Um, let's break it down. So number 10, we had Navy, D1. They dropped out. They had an 0-2 weekend. Um, so right back in the top 10 is Catholic. They had one game this weekend. Uh, they're 3-1 and on the year. They beat Franklin and Marshall 7-4. Uh, number nine, we got George Mason, uh, 5-3-0-1. They had a big win this weekend, uh, 9-3 over Rowan. Uh, and your boy, the Smith Show, he's just tearing it up right he's now. He just keeps scoring. Kid's yeah. unreal. It's yeah. like a hat trick every game. Yep. Um, it's absurd. Kyle, uh, where's eight? At number eight, we have Christopher Newport, ACHAD3, sitting at 7-4 now. Uh, they're staying at eight, 1-1 one one on the weekend. Huge uh, win on Sunday, 8-2. to two. So... Yeah, split with um, UNC Wilmington this weekend. Lost the first, got the second one back. Number seven, clocking in, staying at seven, Wahoo Hockey. Uh, the Virginia Cavaliers are 5-2 and two on the weekend. Um, they beat JMU 5-4. A win's a win, but uh, against an 0-7 JMU team, give me more than a one-goal win, you know? Yep. Uh, number six, we got George Washington. They are 4-1 and one on the year. Uh, no change here as they were on a bye. Uh, and they next this – Upcoming weekend, they have uh, Navy D2, who are 2-5 and five on the year. Yeah, they're kind of reeling after a couple consecutive losses. So. KP. At number five, we have Salisbury. They're 6-3, 0-1 now. They dropped down one spot from four with a loss to Rowan on Saturday. Yeah, that's that same Rowan team that um, George Mason just dismantled. Um, number four, the Hokies moving up a rank. They've been sitting at five. They're up to number four now because of that Salisbury loss. But uh, Turkey Gherkin, the boys stay hot. They get a 7-3 win over Navy. Uh, next weekend against uh, kind of – they haven't played that many games, Duke and Elon. So they got two games versus Duke and Elon next weekend, A.B. Number three, we got Stevenson with a huge weekend for them. Uh, they – Ended up beating NC State 5-2 and Penn State 6-5 on a massive comeback win. They were down 5-2. Yeah. Ended up coming back for a 6-5 win for them. Uh, As we just heard in the interview, baby. Yep, and they are sitting at 6-1 and one right now. They're looking good. KP, the top two is unchanged. Uh, same two teams, but they switch places. Yeah, number two, we got Liberty ACHA D2. They're dropping down to number two from one because they're simply not undefeated. <laughs> I mean, that's as, as easy as it is. I mean, I kept number one, Liberty D1. I keep kept saying to myself, they need to play a couple more games. They need to keep winning, and they're 9-0. So it's hard to argue a team that's nine games in, and they beat Syracuse this weekend 4-2, 4-1, and then they're heading to Adrian University. Um, so there it is, our Chirpin DMV College Hockey Can't Top argue with the coach. 10 Power Rankings, baby. Um if you think you belong and you're not in there, talk some shit. You know, let me know why. <laughs> All right, so let's get to some junior hockey here. The Black Bears traveled to Jamestown this past weekend. They took on uh, a team that's in last place in that East Division. The Black Bears needed two wins and four points to stay in the hunt in the early go of this season. Uh, things did look promising. 6-2 win Friday night where they outshot the Rebels 46-39, to uh, but would drop Sunday's game 3-1. to Kyle, who were some, uh, some stat guys this weekend? Our boy Skog had a goal, so you gotta love that. Um, you gotta love Wilmer. Cameron Ricky Richie. 
Yeah, you know, one goal, one assist, two points. How about the game misconduct for Spieri? <laughs> Come on, buddy. It was in the win. He had like 26 penalty minutes. And Jeez, then, <laughs> somebody must have said something. Yeah, so former the math, the goalie, Andrew Takas, plays both games, gets 37-39 to 39 in the win on Friday, but 38 shots on um, Saturday would only stop 35 of them. The boys would go down 3-1. Uh, to one, Like we mentioned, the Black Bears now 5-7, and seven, 6 in the East with 10 points, still host second place Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, um, hoping them fighting Michael Scotts, who are 8-6, 0-1 with 17 points uh, at Piney this weekend. Uh, I think they're going to need at least a split to uh, stay in that divisional they have, fight. There's some pretty good turnouts of those games. Some fans coming in, so maybe a home barn win. Get to, we need to get to a game. We'll have to get out there. Give me a Black Bears t-shirt. Oh, I would love a Black Bears tee. Um, let's get to some USPHL action. Another uh, in-state showdown. Potomac, Kyle, you're, uh, as you mentioned in the rundown, traveled to Hampton Roads in the Premier Division. The Pete Pats into that five-game slide, beating Hampton 4-1. to one. Uh, but Hampton would push back the next day with a 5-1 win. Uh, staying in the Premier Division, the Generals' Premier team would split with Charlotte Rush, winning 5-4 and losing 4-7. Standing right now in that Premier Division, there's five teams in the Southeast, and our boys are at 3-4-5 and five, with Richmond at 3, Hampton at 4, P-Pats at 5, Kyle. How about that win from the P-Pats, huh? Ta- I mean, that's down big. The defending national champs. I mean, You're- they're... They're having a better season than them, so that's that's a pretty big win. Hopefully uh, they'll get rolling after that one. Yeah, you're on a five-game skid, and then you go on the road and get a huge win. So nice elite, pretty win. Yeah, elite division. Richmond would escape the weekend with a sweep. They won two one-goal games, one in a shootout. Uh, they're 12-2 and two, uh, on the year, which now has them tied at first with 21 points with the Junior Hurricanes. Uh, and that Virginia showdown, P-Pats and Hampton, like we said. Um, P-Pats this time, Kyle, wouldn't fare as well. Um They'd get swept. Uh, Hampton will win both games by the scores of 5-2 to two and 6-1 to one to help uh, keep those standings close as they are in fourth with 13 points, and they try they trail Charlotte Rush by 8 points. So they're going to need to string together some wins uh, if they want to get back up there in that divisional talk. So as we mentioned, a little bit more pro hockey. Norfolk Admirals, uh, ECHL, Kyle, uh, you mentioned them as well in the rundown too. They beat the Orlando Solar Bears. They're only 1-3 on the year. Any thoughts on uh, Norfolk and the slow start? Nah, I mean, hopefully they'll get it picked up here. They got a pretty good team, but uh, how about the Solar Bears? What kind of name is that? Orlando Solar Bears? But the jerseys look kind of tight. You they see them? They're tight. like an orange and blue type I never seen a polar thing. bear in uh, Orlando, um, though. Yeah, so they're one win coming against Orlando, as we just mentioned. 3-2 final goals by Christian Horn, Charlie O'Connor, and the empty net goal winner from Alex Rodriguez. Boys, hey, Rod. there we go. Let's finish up some local hockey talk because... This is probably my favorite time of the year. Um, high school hockey is getting started. We won't start getting into it quite yet because it takes high school hockey a while to get going, and it's still preseason. And we'll start coming out with some high school power rankings. But starting to get tweets with local teams. They're releasing their schedules. Um, St. John's home opener tomorrow versus Winston Churchill to start, and then they start an MAPHL play versus Calvert Hall on Friday. So we get Winston Churchill, that dominant MSHL program that's winning – that's won seven state championships, I believe it is, in five straight. I was gonna say, I, they've been they've been good since we've been in high school. <laughs> yeah, which has been a while. Yeah. Um. So and then they started MAPHL play, the Mid Atlantic Prep Hockey League. Calvert Hall, I think, was the first team in the area to get going. They traveled to Westchester. They took on Malvern Prep um, last Wednesday. They dropped the game four to one. On the subject of that Calvert Hall team, I mean that's a that's a program who in 2017 was in the MAPHL championship game against Gonzaga. They lost it, uh, the first of Gonzaga's three straight. But 
they haven't made playoffs since then. They're three fifteen and two um, in the MAPHL. Uh, Coach Brad, I know him. He's a hell of a guy. He's going to get that turned around. But I bring it up because I want to ask you guys. I mentioned it. I fucking miss playing high school hockey. I mean, we got our jerseys hanging above us here. AB, I mean, it's the end of October. I mean, you're in tryouts. You got your team by now, and you're gearing up for a season. I mean, what what are you going through? I'm thinking as a freshman, a sophomore, even a senior. I was going to say, junior, senior year, we were just ready to get rolling. We had national, we had or national champ, we had state <laughs> well, championship hopes. Every games. year, I felt like yeah, we um, had a good four years combined where we came in the locker room first day and we're like state championship or bust yeah let's let's get it rolling and yeah we couldn't we couldn't wait to get it get it started at frederick tournament that that, that end of the end of october frederick tournament yeah every single you year. remember that one we did my senior year so college junior year, ab sophomore year when so that tournament we played thomas johnson we played ligonor and we played walt whitman when we went to state semifinals that year three of the four teams in state semis were us yeah walt whitman and ligonor yep. and you remember that ligonor game we were down like three two, and we came back, and you tucked one and just threw yeah. fucking threw your gloves off the rink. Nice goal at the end of the game, <laughs> just huh? Tied the game with like two minutes Huge left. Kyle just throws both of his gloves off, and I'm like, and the ref's like, what the fuck? Put your gear back on, dude. Surprised he didn't give you like a two and ten or something. Yeah, yeah a those, lot of those, those are back game. in the goal. But I mean, you're, you're, I mean, you're starting, you're, st- you're starting your high school season. You're, if you're a senior, I mean, this is probably the best time of year. It's probably what I'm most excited to talk about. Um, when it really gets going and we can take a look at some of the top teams in the MVSHL. We got the Prep League in full force and the MSHL where we started playing. I mean, yep. it's, it's a 64-team league now, and you're checking that shit daily. Yeah, you're, check, um, you're checking your stats. You're, you're making, checking your stats you're daily. Seeing, am I, am I going to make first team all state? Am I going to make but you're first checking, team all county? But you're checking, the, especially where we were. I mean, we were at Huntingtown. We were in the Southern Division. We blew everybody out of the fucking water. Yeah, our, it wasn't close. But the, those games the, weren't weren't even that fun. The like, biggest thing we would do was just keep an eye out around the state. What's going on over yeah. Montgomery County? Because yeah. there's four or five teams there that, I mean, back when we did it, it was still a, it was still the setup where you had to come out of your region. So now they do it where they take the top six teams, sixteen teams, they power rank them. It's one versus sixteen. It's a sixteen. It's a bracket style. Um, we had to come out of our region every year, which. What do you like more? I mean, there was the East, South, North, and West. Remember, we always came out of the East, and we always played the Eastern Conference champion, which was always fucking Eastern, yep. which made for a huge rivalry. But, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? What do you prefer to see, a coming out of your region type of bracket, or you power rank it 1-16 to 16 and let's go? I don't know. I like I liked coming at, trying to come out of the region. Um, I don't know, just because that rivalry, that game was always fun It to started play. a rivalry yeah. with the team. We had no business even knowing who the fuck they were. Yeah, exactly. that's kind of like what high school is. I mean, even with football and other sports, you kind of have that. You're playing yep. against that one team to get moved on into the playoffs. Yep. So that was awesome. I mean, my my three years there, it was Easton at Waldorf, loss. Easton in Annapolis, loss. Easton at Laurel, finally get that fucking win. And then in between those three, that was three straight years of an Eastern – conference yeah an eastern conference championship but sprinkled in was i think one or two non-league games a year versus each other two preseason and shit like that we'd go across the Those bridge games in easton were yeah. unreal yeah. yeah they were nuts i mean yeah they packed the barn i dude. mean then even after i graduated you two go on i think you're senior who'd you guys play to run apart broadneck broadneck and then you right back that year you guys went to state championship it was easton wasn't it yeah we played easton we beat them we beat the snot out of them dude we beat them like six to two 
good. It was, yeah. it was, it was so tight. Fuck him. Dude, Mitch, <laughs> our boy Mitch Frank, he had a fucking Michael Jordan game. He had like 103 fever. Just fucking went off. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that's I'm, I'm pumped to just, because that's where we can relate the most, is just talking high school here in Maryland. And yeah. what we can keep an eye on some of these teams, see what they're going through. And um, we'll pick some high school teams of the week, which would be pretty fun. Uh, so speaking of, let's pick our teams of the week for now before we get into some some random bullshit with Chirp and DMV. So we go. who wants to go first, KP? Why don't you start it off? <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm All going right, with I'll Stevenson. Start. I'm just kidding. I'm going with Stevenson. We had Coach on today. They're firing. I mean, they that Liberty D2 team we talked about, that's 11-1 on the season. Their one loss is to NC State. Um, as we mentioned, the Wolfpack. Got dummied by Stevenson this weekend, and then Penn State was in town this this weekend. They had a three goal lead, and they just shoot out win. I yep. mean, that's I'm I'm gonna go with them. So AB, where you at? Uh, well, I was gonna go with Stevenson, then you picked them. Sorry. So uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Virginia Tech, big win over uh, Navy this weekend, and their in their uh, charity game, I believe it was mm-hmm. uh, for Le- cancer, leukemia and lymphoma. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So uh, big win from Virginia Tech. They've had a good start to the season. And I got the uh, P-Pats premiere as my team of the week. <laughs> I'm making turkey noises. Go ahead. <laughs> I got P-Pats premiere as my team of the week. Uh, that huge win against Hampton, I mean, making them pretty good this week. There we go. Um, so that's your local hockey rundown. Um, that'll get us going. A.B., we want to talk some gambling. We want to talk some money-making. But – there's some news around the league that might play into some of these picks you've made. So take us through, take us around the league right now. Take us around the NHL. What's going on outside of the fact that the Caps are going to win the Stanley Cup? All right, boys. As I mentioned before, there are some teams doing well that we're not expected to do well. There are teams that are not doing well that were expected to win the Stanley Cup. Oh. Like your Dallas Stars. You mean these Dallas Stars? Yep, right there, buddy. On my shirt. So what's wrong in Dallas? What are we seeing here, boys? Small D's. Oh man, I like these nuts. And the big D. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they haven't gotten the goaltending that we thought they were gonna get. I mean, Ben Bishop. I projected him to go as a as a Vesna finalist at least. He hasn't had a great start to the season. I mean, it could be just the new guys. I mean, it takes it takes a little bit for them to you all. You got a gel. Yeah. I mean, um. So I mean, Joe P. Corey Perry. I mean. I guess they got to they got to start showing up or something because I mean has Pavelski I haven't kept up with him at all has Pavelski done literally anything or Perry for that matter uh, Perry he's he's doing a lot of stuff not on the score how many sheet. goals does he have I think like two okay I think um, I said fifteen from him would be a good year a great uh, year yeah he's he's doing more than just like getting on the stat sheet though I'm hearing uh they're just he's just grinding he's basically sticking up for his team he's he's pulling a Gudis. All right, hell yeah. Yeah, so like for yeah for his new team. <laughs> like to see it. Yeah, uh, and the other thing is Joe P. I mean, he's so used to being a leader and the, yeah, the team being his. You step out of that captaincy role. And he's um, probably in an uncomfortable position. If you're the captain of Dallas, you know where he, Joe's coming from, and the tenure he had as that Sharks captain. Exactly. You're kind of thinking, does this guy should I do something or? Well, Joe, Joe and I think Joe P. knows it's ja- it's Jamie Ben's team. Yeah, 100%. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's not gonna he's not gonna overstep his role there. But I don't know if he's being a little too quiet. I don't know if Jamie Ben's like Joe P. Do your fucking thing. If you want to lead this group, lead this group. Yeah. Um. Honestly, not with a C, but like, you don't have to have a letter on your to make an impact. Yeah. You don't. Um. 
speaking of so with that stars news, uh, any action, any gambling on those Dallas Stars you got? So here we go. Let's go. Or against them? Uh, no, actually, I'm I'm staying away from them this week because okay. they they finally got in the win because column. they suck. They finally got in the and win. And you want to pick them to lose, but as soon as you do, they turn shit their shit around and exactly. win 15 straight. So what kind of other news we got going around the NHL? So well, let's just go through this little segment of what's wrong in blah blah blah. What's wrong in enter your shitty team city here? New Jersey Devils. Okay. What's going wrong in New Jersey? KP, what's going wrong in New, in New Jersey? Uh, the stars for them are just not really scoring. I mean, finally Jack Hughes. <laughs> New, Jer- New Jersey? He said the stars for them it's aren't the scoring. Uh, not the stars, stars aren't scoring. <laughs> talking about the Dallas Open now. years, buddy. I mean, Jack Hughes finally just got his first goal of the year. Uh, what? Finally. Yeah. Two nights Against ago. his brother, right? Yeah. Against Vancouver. Yep. So that that's a big goal for him. But, I mean, him, Taylor Hall, PK, I mean. Has PK done anything? Have you heard about him? No. There was Start, a picture of him spitting water out on the you know, other Jones. You know heard about him? John Carlson. He started a YouTube <laughs> well, uh, channel. Oh. Congrats. <laughs> He's too much into That's social he's media. He's going downhill. We down all hill. want to see behind-the-scenes videos of you and Lindsey Vaughn doing whatever it is you do. <laughs> yep, so uh, my third city, what's wrong in the Philadelphia and, Oh, yes. We love it. What's wrong in Philly? Hopefully everything. <laughs> besides yeah, we that, don't want them to do Besides well. that place being a dump, hopefully everything else. Yeah, we don't want New Jersey to do well either. But, I mean, the Flyers, I think they're great on paper. Uh, I thought I thought they got a lot of hype coming into the season. They haven't had the hottest start. It's not as it hasn't been as bad as New Jersey or Dallas. True, but it hasn't been great. It's gr- what's wrong with Gritty? People are asking. Aha. Uh-huh. Maybe they should get rid of him. He's got that fat guy with all the tattoos. Yeah, the fat guy, the disgusting looking <laughs> fucking dude that they, they just put on Instagram. We're like, check out this dude. Um, so what's wrong with Philly? What's wrong with Dallas? What's hey. wrong with New Jersey? And what's wrong with? No, that's all I had. That's all I had for the what's wrong with. But now I have some are they for real teams. Ooh, I'll drop it on me. Are they for real? The Buffalo Sabres? Could um, it be a repeat of last if year? If they wear the white gloves every game. Okay, okay. I think Jack Eichel's stepping up big time this year. He's been hot to the start of this season. Uh, are they for real? The Edmonton Oilers. Until the Caps play him and beat him seven to one. Ooh. Okay. 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 What about you, Kai? What was that? <laughs> he said, "Is Edmonton for real? Put your goddamn phone down. We're playing an episode." Edmonton. Jesus. I don't Caps know. Caps aren't I mean, playing. The Nats aren't playing. What are you doing? Just sit on Snapchat. I'm talking to Brandon, <sighs> but nobody give a damn about Brando. Producer Brando <laughs> never shows up. That's a good point. Okay, so I don't know if they're for real or not. I mean, seven and one, you got to think they're getting something rolling. I mean, they got the best player in the league, McDavid. But I mean, who knows? I don't think they have a sound team where this is going to be consistent. Is he the they're best player in the league? Up. If he's not leading the league in points, didn't they make it? They I'll made take. it to the second round in like like two years ago, right? Or is that three? I thought they were like a game away from the conference finals like three years ago. Okay, three years ago, yeah. Maybe. So, I don't know, man. I th- I think they're for real. I got that futures bet on them. I think they're looking good. Are they for real? The Anaheim Ducks. No. Fuck no. What? What's the record? They're pretty. Their record's actually pretty good. Oh really? And they got solid I know they just lost. I just. I know they just lost to Calgary in a two-one game. But this Anaheim sucks. Yeah. I mean, they were supposed to. They are six and three on the year right now. Oh. So eh, not a bad start. Worse. And last but not least, are they for real? Like, as in this good, Carolina Hurricanes. Well, they're only six and three now. Right, but they did start off six and one. Yeah, but we cursed them. 
All right. So, I don't yeah, know. So right. Once you get chirp and cursed, you're done. Oh. Yeah, right. I don't know. Um, that's tough to say. Like it they said, we've, six like we said with every fucking team so far, it's such a small sample size. We have no do, no idea who's going to be doing what. All right, between those four teams, who makes who do you think makes the playoffs? Between Edmonton, Anaheim, Carolina, and Buffalo. Carolina, Buffalo. And that's it. And that's it. You just have one, one yeah, of just these one. four just teams. Buffalo. All right. All right. Um, maybe Edmonton. I think Edmonton and I think Edmonton Carolina for Carolina. sure. Edmonton's fifty-fifty. I'm. I'm huge on Edmonton this year. I don't know what it is. I'm huge on them. All right. I mean, it could be the fact that they have McDavid, Stanley Cup champion Alex Chason on the team. Yeah, that's true. People forget that. Yeah, he's a uh, so, so what do we got next? So is, is it time to start so, making this money? Well, first I got the NHL's three stars of the week. As we mentioned, one of them, John Carlson. Johnny Carlson. Second, snubbed, but for, uh, for good reason, maybe. All right, so we'll start with a third star. Uh, Carter Hutton. Goaltender of the Buffalo Sabres. Okay, okay. He's one reason why they're doing pretty well. He went 2-0 this week, two shutouts, 72 saves in those two games, uh, 47 saves in one game alone, which was the franchise record in a regular season shutout for the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, on the year, he is 5-0 with a 1.4 goals against average and a 9.53 save percentage. Not a bad start. Not a bad start. And that's what Buffalo needed. Yeah, if that's kind of where they I mean, were hurting the goaltending department. So. Those are impossible numbers to keep up with, but very true. If he can keep least, a solid yeah, season going, I exactly, mean, exactly. Yeah, then I think they're in good shape. I think Buffalo. If Jack they, Eichel puts up like seventy, I hope he's more, well on the way. Than seventy, buddy. Uh, at two, we had John Carlson. We already mentioned him. Seven assists, eight points, two three-point nights. The absolute um, and got a game-winning goal against the Maple Leafs, I believe. Uh, he's on a seven-game sure. point-slash-assist streak, so hopefully he gets that to, like, I don't know, let's say 28. 28 games? Yeah. 35. Be- fuck it. All right, 35. Why not? Um, yeah, and I don't know if we – did we mention the two Hall of Famers that he uh, tied their record with? Orr. Bobby Orr. Mm-hmm. And? Uh, we said at the top of the show – Paul Coffee. Paul Coffee, that's right. Paul Coffee's done it twice, right? Or is it Orr that's done it twice? Orr's done it twice. Okay, gotcha. Two Hall of Famers. Unreal. Great company. There. Bingo. And, and then on the number one star of the week? Uh, David Pasternak from the Boston Bruins. Seven goals. Ooh. Boston. Nine so points. Good. Had a four-goal game. <laughs> a four-goal game against the Ducks and a four-to-two win. He scored every single goal for them. Damn, son. So, yeah. He's been firing it up. the team on your back. Yep. Yeah, try it out. So, yeah. That's uh, my three stars of the week. Then we can get into... My gambling picks. Hmm. All right, let's make some money because I'm so broke as shit from Vegas. Um, we're not sponsored by any gambling companies, but if anybody wants to, um, that new sports book at um, Capital One Arena that they're building in there, where oh, Green yeah. Turtle used to be, if they want to sponsor Trapper and DMV and let us do, I don't know, live shows we'll there. Listen to your we offers. Hate it. I mean, hate it. yeah, you guys come do live shows here and like gamble. We're like, all right, yeah, for sure, if we have to. I guess. All right. So we'll first pick. Beer. <laughs> My first pick. I have two picks for tonight. Mm. I lied about the Sabers. I do Tuesday have night. Them. Correct. Yes. Okay. Good. I have the Sabers money line over the Sharks. Sharks off to a slow start. The Sabers wow. off in to a hot Buffalo? start. In Buffalo. In Buffalo. White gloves. Uh, I don't know if they'll wear white gloves at home. Okay. I don't know. The that. wagons. Not sure. Buffalo. Uh, and I have ride the hot hand. The Oilers. Uh, in Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. Is not good. I don't know if you saw Bruce Boudreaux's comments, but he's he's just kind of, you know, chilling. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's like, yep, 
It is what They're it like, is. What's wrong with the team? He's like, I don't know. I need faster players. Kind of everything. <laughs> like when, when your coach is saying that your, your team's just... slow. All right. So that was Tuesday night. Wednesday night, didn't like any games there. Thursday night, <laughs> I'm going to keep riding that hot hand. Oh, Jesus. Sabres running line again over the Rangers. They will probably be wearing the white gloves then. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of the Rangers, Capococco, he doesn't have much of shit either. No. The, yeah. ro- the rookies are... Didn't do anything against us. Hasn't, I haven't seen much out of him whatsoever. The rookies are slow. The rookies are off to a slow start. Yeah. Uh, Friday night, uh, I was looking at Islanders' money line over the Senators. Senators are very fucking bad. As expected. And may sprinkle a little puck line on that. You know, oh. win by two? Mm, I don't win know. Win by two? Um, Is it That's on the island? Bold. Is it in Brooklyn? Is it... It's in Ottawa. Ten ways to Sunday? But okay. they're playing Ottawa. And Ottawa sucks. True, true. Like, really, really bad. True really, that. Really, Brady really Kachuk's going to come out have two tucks in that game. God damn Take it, it easy. Right. All right, what else we got? All right. Uh, And then don't like many games on Saturday. Saturdays are always fluky games because, I don't know, there's just fucking weekend games. Uh, Sunday... I do like Sunday games. Okay. That are in the day games. Okay. I do like the Bruins money line over the Rangers. Okay. Might sprinkle puck line. Okay. I and like it. Those are your picks for the week. There it is. Bingo. A B hopefully wins us money. Um let's talk about it. Game one tonight. Nats Astros. Uh, starting pitchers were released today. Astros are going Cole game one, Verlander game two, Grinky game three. Nats released, released their first two. So Scherzer, then Strauss, both on the road tonight. Scherzer versus Cole. Nats are pretty, I think, heavy underdogs. I think watching PTI today, they were a minus 235 in the series. Or Houston was a minus. They were favorites. 235. Yeah. That's uh, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I, I don't know if – I mean, home field advantage obviously plays a little bit of, of a factor into that. I think the most thing they're they, considering was the uh, time off. That's the biggest thing. Teams that have time off don't yeah, really – Yeah, uh, bats go cold. History uh, doesn't play well. Bats so. can definitely Shit. get cold. <clears throat> don't tell me that. Yeah, but we, we got some – I mean, we got, some we got to rely team, on which, pitching. Which is going to help. They, Houston released their graphic, and for game four, it said three question marks because they don't know who's pitching. Where we can be like – Man, we're going Scherzer and Strauss definitely at first, but we're just going to figure out for going Sanchez or Corbin next. Either one's yeah, going to fucking I, I throttle you. Either, either pitcher you throw in, they'll, they'll get the job done. They'll at least get your five innings is what you what you want. Uh, we got about three people in the bullpen we should trust, and that's it. So. I was going to say, you really hope you can get Starting like pitching has got to win us a series. Yeah, they're, they're guaranteed. I mean, game one, definitely bet the under because that's going to be a pitching yeah, goal Cole, for sure. Yeah, Garrett Cole. So we'd have Scherzer game five. Strasburg game six. But then what happens in game seven if there is one? I mean, do you, you, do you him, rely on Corbin to win you a World Series? No. No, you're going to start Corbin or, or Sanchez, whichever way you go, mm-hmm. and then you'll have Strauss and Scherzer in the bullpen ready to go on uh You don't think you rest. start? You don't think you try to start Strauss on game I think game national seven? legend Steven Strasburg since day one. If it's game seven, yeah. If it's game seven, I think you got to start him, dude. Yeah, you could. Cause, cause that way you could Depending go. How he's say feeling. you go Scherz, Strauss. Have him go. Corbin. You're ah. definitely all all hands on deck. You're gonna you're gonna pitch your guys. So say, yeah, you go Corbin then Sanchez. Say you're three and one. Who's pitching game four? Scherzer, right? Just to win the series and not play any fucking games. No, oh, there you go. That's a sweep. But if you're two and two, you you go Scherzer again. What if you're one three? It's 
I don't know. I mean, because it's just uh, that's why I, I'm not a baseball expert. That's I mean, why Martinez. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But Martinez <laughs> has been saying that we're going to use our guy now. That's why he's been just throwing straws in the bullpen, shirts in the bullpen. But I mean, you would obviously probably think to do that game five and game six. But if it's game seven, it's like fuck. Don't I, think that far ahead, but I don't. Just saying. I mean, I don't see how you don't start Strauss game seven. Because you don't even have a game of rest. Well, then play him game four. Game one and game four and he, game he, seven. <laughs> <laughs> you go too far. Who knows? I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not an expert. We're not a Nats podcast. Well, I mean, we're a Nats. Actually, you probably won't have fans. more rest because game one and two, and then you're going to have a day break, and then it's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So Sunday will be game five. If he pitches game five, there's going to be another travel day on Monday, so that's one day rest. That's what I was gonna thinking. going to play game six and then seven. So, I mean, that would be three days rest. Yeah, you're True. welcome. All right, maybe You're a genius. Thanks. Uh, so it is game one tonight. Uh, you guys got anything else? I think we're sitting at close to an hour and a half here. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out when we put this out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I oh, forgot some NHL news earlier. Brian Boyle signed with the Panthers. Okay, we got that in Brian there. Brian Boyle, sick. Um, also, uh, Tyler Sagan, he has a house for sale in Dallas, and it got hit by a tornado. Oh. Luckily, he was not there. Were you thinking about <laughs> oh, buying it or something? No, just NHL news. Look it up with Zillow? Okay. All right, so there it is. Guys, go listen to the Carolina Hurricanes Sled Hockey Edition episode. Listen to today's episode. You obviously did if you've made it this far. Um, ABKP, let's get out of here. All right, boys, peace out. Go Nets.